everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for episode five of The Reality Addict, which is available on many platforms. Today, we are lucky to have a special guest. Her name is Lindsay Arbor, but a lot of you may know her as Lindsay Yeager, the woman behind the man of Challenge Mania. <laughs> and, Thank you. And mother to Brock. <laughs> More importantly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, most of you probably know who this is. If not, um, she is married to someone who does a big challenge podcast. It is called Challenge Mania. I've mentioned it before. If you like the challenge, you want to listen to Challenge Mania. She is also, because she is married to him, she or maybe just because she's special, <laughs> she has been fortunate enough to actually meet some of the people that have played Big Brother. I was lucky enough, I got to meet Josh Martinez at a Challenge Mania event that was Miami. Uh, in Miami. Uh, he's very nice. And then I briefly in Las yeah. Vegas met Casey. Uh, she came at the very end of a Challenge Mania event and I was one of the few people I got to meet her. So that was pretty cool. Those are the only, oh, and I briefly met the Nolan twins at a what different about- Challenge Mania event. What about Polly? Oh, yeah. You've met Polly. <laughs> I've met Polly don't, like two times. Don't worry, Mary. I'll keep track of who you've met. <laughs> That's all right. I've never actually spoke about it before on here because yeah, I was just mentioning it because you probably have met a lot more than I have. You, you think of him as a challenge guy already. Right. I do. I, yeah. I was... It's right. Even though I'm watching his brother every day. Well, it's so crazy. <laughs> every time he's on the screen... Scott and I sit there and we're like, it it sounds exactly like Polly. They sound I've, so much I've alike. I've never met siblings who sound more alike. Oh, yeah. They sound, it's not just their voice. It's the words they use. It's everything. I just figured, e- even if I didn't specifically know which one Polly was at, I, I figured Mary's been to every Challenge Mania event. And I know Polly <laughs> has too. So I figured it was a good guess that you'd met him. Yeah, I met him at two different ones. I've met him yeah. in Boston and New York City. Uh, that was for last year, Derek's birthday. I met him in New York um, at that birthday party. So yeah, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to meet several people from Big Brother. I oh, Natalie. Natalie. Have no, you met? I have not oh. met Natalie, no. Okay. She's never There's... been at a Challenge Mania, There's... and I've lived she... too far for watch parties. Yeah, she went to a viewing party once. And Scott told her I was a huge fan. So now every time he interviews her, she says, you know, say hi to them for me or something like that. I don't, I don't know if she actually remembers meeting me, but she knows that I, <laughs> she knows that I uh, am a fan of hers. Well, that's cool. I, I'm a fan yeah. of hers as well. All right. Yeah. So let's actually dive into this episode. Okay. So this week, what we saw at the beginning of the week was Tyler won the HOH competition. Uh, Would Mm -hmm. you like to talk some about that episode? Yeah, what's so ironic is that the person who was closest to winning that challenge was Janelle. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a shame when you you really go back and think about that, that really sucks. She she was so close to winning Had a Household and this week going very differently for her. She is known for being very good at comps, but the comps this year are not typical comps well we saw a glimmer we yeah we saw a glimmer of her abilities in that in that competition she was so close yeah yeah and the you know 
the people that have won these competitions have been, you know, the same type of player, uh, comp- competition player uh, so far. So I don't know, right, what that says about the types of competitions that uh, they've been using so far. Right. Um, but, but I'm hoping we see some diversity in, in who's winning these things as, as the show progresses. I really hope so. I think the only time a woman has won anything was when Christmas won the safety suite. Yeah, which, you know, obviously limited limited pickings on that one. Right, there was only so many people that could do it. Uh, yeah, and, know, so. and, yeah, and, you know, how badly people actually wanted to win it or not was in question. That's true, too. Okay, so Tyler won HOH, and you're right, Janelle was very close. It could have been a very different week. I was a little surprised at some people's um, strategy on that head of household competition. I felt like once you know, you know, there's already someone who's gotten a certain number of, I would just go really, everyone was trying to speed through it to like beat his time and tie him. Yeah. I would, I would have just like really sat there and taken my time at that point. You know, once, what, what do you have to lose? Like the chances that you get it while trying to speed are so slim that I would just be like, you know, screw it. I'm just gonna, this is a hard to beat number. I'm going to go really slowly. I'm going to take my time on everyone, figure it out. But didn't seem like that was the strategy anyone took. I thought about that as well, watching it. I don't know how much time was, ex- I don't know how much time was spent explaining the rules to them. Uh, I'm sure they were told that um, it's the number, that the time is only used if there's a tie, but once you're in the moment, I think they forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, uh, yeah Kaser and Janelle both could have taken their time and beat his score. Probably. Uh, I, I mean, know. it was it was hard to beat. It was a, it was a hard score to beat, regardless. It was. But he did, but, he did yeah, really good. At that point, that that's what I would have done there. Me too. I just I th- figure when it's a live competition like that, and you're having to go fast, that you know, it, I'm it just gets away from you, and you yeah. forget what the strategy should be. Yeah, I was talking about the disparity earlier between you know the the males versus the females and who's won these competitions when you did one of your your first episode i assume was was it shimbo that was the guest yes it was did you guys talk about how ridiculous it was that that first competition they the two female rounds the it was much much harder for them to pass on to the second round we did not talk about in the first episode because the first episode was just a cast all about the cast but we did talk about it on last week's episode we were talking about how ridiculous it seems to be how hard it is for a woman to win something and we brought that up that did i don't understand other than the fact that it was a live show why it had to be timed like we should have had the same amount of men and women at the end well i don't even care like sure do the timing thing to me it was just at least like divide it up like do you want it, it just seemed like such a simple solution and, and and crazy to me that there wasn't a meeting where anybody thought this through where it, you're gonna have a board where each round is different and there is disparity between how hard the ones that you choose each round are each every round a different level of difficulty you have to split that up evenly between the men and the women's rounds it's it's insane that they would allow it to be such a difference and then we saw the result is that 
only two women made it into the final round. Twice the amount of men made it into that final round. Whoever was a part of, I assume everyone was a part of that meeting. And, <laughs> and, all, and, and the fact that nobody spoke up and said, hey guys, this is a really obvious thing that people are going to get on us for. is crazy to me. Yeah, those, those uh, boards were really heavy. I mean, you could see the women struggling with it and they talked about it later on, how heavy it was, how they could had a really hard time maneuvering it. Yeah, I don't even need it to be, I don't even need it to be that it's, it's you know, you, you overcompensate for the women. I just need it to be an equal playing field, you know? Yeah. Well, anyways, Tyler won this. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler ends up winning this head of household here. From the beginning, not looking good for Janelle and Kaser. Do you think that that was a smart choice for Tyler to win? For Tyler's game specifically, whoever was head of household, if it, they were in his alliance, was probably going to go for Janelle and Kaser anyways. Um, you know, it's not like he would have saved, you know, been able to save base and save them at the same time by by not winning it. Um, I, I think whoever it was, if he was, it was in his alliance, would have put him up. And I think that if it was uh, Janelle or Kaser, they would have put him up, perhaps. So Right. I don't um, know if they would have or not. I, I think they might have. So I think it was fine that he won. I think he managed to get through this week without rustling any feathers. You know, I don't even think specifically Kaser, who's who's left in the house after this week, is going to necessarily target Tyler because Tyler did a really good job of making it clear that everyone in the house was coming to him. He had no choice. He, he made it almost right. seem like, like it was a group decision. It was a consensus decision. Um, everyone was coming to him and telling him this is what he had to do. So, and you know, he's trying not to ruffle feathers. So I, I don't think Kaser necessarily needs to hold a grudge only against Tyler. Tyler's his number one target here. You know, it, I, I know Janelle left the house telling him actually to target, you know, Nicole and Danny. So I think Tyler got out of this week. Okay. Oh, I think he did great. Yeah. Uh, he had a very clean week. The real question is that he's already won other things. To, if he doesn't need to win because he's probably not going up, should he sh should he win something else so that you know people are going to start thinking of him as a threat if he wins too much stuff? You know. The, 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 yeah, I get what you're saying. I think the thing is that there is a couple of guys who seem very capable of winning a lot of comps. I don't think he's necessarily shown that he's in a league way above, you know, a Cody or a Memphis, gotten to the point where he's sta standing above uh, anyone else. So um, I think it's okay that he won this one. It's at the beginning. You know, if he can take a little bit of time to lay low and thinking too much about it, I think. Yeah. I honestly don't know what I would have done. <laughs> so as I was asking you, I think he probably made the smart decision just because Janelle did come close to winning uh and he didn't yeah. know who they would put up there's a very good chance that it wouldn't have been him and he wouldn't have had to have done anything you know but it gave him a safe week well i know i know you know you obviously watch the live feeds a lot more than i do but i i get a lot of my news from twitter and i see a lot of uh the updates of the live feeds on twitter janelle did have tyler's name in her mouth quite a bit right leading up to this and um yeah yeah, and, and she specifically was aware of him being a part of this majority alliance. 
Um, in that way, Tyler is protecting his place in the alliance, protecting himself from the people talking about, um, you know, spreading rumors, even though they're true rumors about yeah. uh, what what he's up to. And so, yeah, I get that. And, and honestly, like, I don't know the only other choice he would have had. He's he's obviously closely aligned with David, so that's out of, out of quest, right, out of contention. And yeah. um, he's in an alliance with a lot of other people. He has this special bond with Bailey from playing with her, and they have some sort of an agreement. And Bailey is very closely aligned with Davon. So, yeah. you know, the the only other person maybe would have been Kevin um, or Ian. I guess those yeah. those would have been his two, right? Those would have been his other two choices. Yeah. Would have been would have yeah. been Kevin and Ian. Um, he could have gone that way too. But I think when you have such a strong uh, consensus in the house, such a strong majority, he hasn't made any new enemies this week. No, uh, he didn't. Yeah, I, what happened this week? So there was the safety suite, um, and the the this was the last week of the safety suite. There was a limited number of people who could play, right? It was uh, Danny, Nicole, Enzo, and Memphis. Yes. Is that correct? I believe four. that is correct. Because the only yeah. person that wasn't in their alliance that could have played was going to be Nicole Anthony, who they voted out so that they would have... Part of the reason was so they would have all the numbers in the safety comp. Yeah, honestly, I thought that was a good move. Like, if there's no other reason, you might as well... Which one to take out, you don't really care. Why not take out the person that can could possibly beat you in the safety suite the next week? Right. Yeah, I think uh, that was a smart reason to get rid of her if you had to just, if you had no opinion otherwise. Right. It's so funny that Memphis actually beat Nicole Franzel's time trying to throw the competition. I and, know. And <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> I mean, he was, he he told a couple people that he definitely could have won if he wanted to, but he didn't yeah, want I, to. <laughs> yeah, I think he could have. And I think that's a smart move, right? Because he knows Janelle and Kaser feel connected to him. They know he knows that they know that he knows that they are, you know, <laughs> on the on the chopping block and and possible contenders. And he he would have had to definitely rub them the wrong way by not choosing one of them. That and he also had just won. He won yeah. a HOH and a veto in a row. Yeah. So yeah, if he had true. won this, it would have been like. Uh, th- he couldn't play that HOH, so if you don't count that HOH, that's three competitions in a row he would have won. You're totally right. Yeah, why why put a target on your back when you know you're safe? Yeah, he, he was safe no matter who won. He knew he was. Yeah. So there was no real reason, except for the fact that he was afraid if he waited too long that it would be obvious that he was throwing it. But, mm-hmm. yes. Luckily, I mean, and, and you know what? It, it might have looked obvious had Nicole not had such a horrible time too. Right. Because the, the other two were so far, you know, were yeah. so far ahead of them that if Nicole hadn't matched his time, he it might have looked like he was throwing it. I will say that the house guests that did compete absolutely loved this competition. I heard them talking on the feeds all week long about how, especially Enzo, because he really really liked it, but he's on the feeds telling people, and then I had to go this way, and then I had to go under here and he's showing with his body and it looks like he's doing a weird dance Enzo's hilarious I will say that he's I, very entertaining on the feeds yeah I've watched a couple of clips of, of him talking I saw one of him talking about his nickname which was just ridiculous <laughs> meow, how he got meow. his 
Oh gosh, yeah. You, you know, I actually I think I would have really loved playing this competition too. I think every you see those Mission Impossible movies, and it's something everyone would love to do. Right. Do the stunt double for. There was actually I used to work at a museum, Mary, um, called the Discovery Museum. I think. Oh my God, it was so long ago that I am not positive, but I think it was called the Discovery Museum in Times Square, and it would have rotating exhibits, and one of the exhibits. Uh, was the spy exhibit and there was like a, a little uh, laser maze activity that you could do within that that I thought was really fun. Oh, that's so, so I did, fun. I did, so I did actually get to do something like this once. Oh, that's cool. It's not something you generally end up doing at any point in your life in most people's lives. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, so... They enjoyed it, especially Enzo, and um, and he picked Christmas. What did you think yeah. about him picking Christmas? Well, they didn't really show the only person they showed in like having conversations about it was Davon. They didn't show us any you know indication leading up to it that Christmas was in contention for being anyone's plus one there. I think it makes sense for Enzo in some ways, and that it's someone who's he's tangentially aligned with um but not directly super close with so it helps you know like it makes everyone happy you know he's not pissing anyone off it's not someone that was in jeopardy of going home at the same time he's creating a bond with christmas that's a little bit closer within that alliance um that he didn't have before christmas is a good sport and um seems you know take it in stride the punishment part of it so the only thing I worry about is it seemed like Davon was pushing really hard for that to be the plus one. She was pushing two people on that, right? We saw, or at least we saw in the episode she was pushing Enzo and she was pushing Danny for that. So, I mean, Enzo has to really, ex I think, really explain himself to Davon why he didn't pick her because there's no, you know, like he has to, he has to have a reason other than just, you know, oh, I thought she'd be a good sport or whatever it is, like, I, I think in in order to explain why he picked someone over Davon, who was basically begging to be picked, you know, I, I think he owes her some sort of an explanation, whether it's true or false, you know. Yeah, he didn't really give her an explanation that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's something on the live feeds, I but obviously... Think, I don't think so. I didn't see yeah. anything. What? In the episode, they didn't really address it at all, so... I'm wondering if she's, you know, you know, maybe Christmas came to him too, maybe Christmas wanted the, um, the punishment, but it, it seems like I would feel the need to explain that to the person who I decided not to, uh, uh, to, to please them in their, their request. Right. Well, Christmas did not ask him. <laughs> she did not know he was going to pick her. Yeah, she was genuinely surprised. Yes. Uh, Enzo and Christmas are not in an alliance. Everyone in the house is in like 15 alliances, but Christmas is only in one alliance other than a couple of like final two kind of things. And Enzo is only in like two alliances or three. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, for the reason though, Enzo told Tyler, who was the HOH, he's like, I'm going to pick Christmas. And he was like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. And he said he was going to pick her because they're not in any kind of um, alliance. And he doesn't have, like, this great relationship with her. And maybe if he gave it to her, it would open a door to talk about working together. 
Right. I guess I just think of them as like, like I said, like tangentially aligned it feels because like they're, it. Yeah. they're aligned. They're aligned with all the same people. So they just uh, don't know that they're aligned. <laughs> right. Right. That's true. You know, I, I genuinely, I think, I, I, I roll my eyes so many times watching the show. I think it's so corny. I think some of it is so dumb, Mary. It is. And and, and sometimes some of the punishments and the competitions and but I have to say that I actually laughed out loud during Christmas's punishment during when they were when they were showing it. I thought at first I thought this is so stupid. And then I'm watching it and there was something about how realistic it felt when Christmas or, or how relatable it was for me <laughs> yeah. when, when Christmas was going around in the middle of the night, waking people up and whispering and talking about how cute her baby is yeah. <laughs> and, and asking people. And I was like, oh, my God, that's me. That's totally me. I'm just all the time like, oh, my God, my baby's so cute. Oh, my God, look how cute my baby is. And I started laughing out loud, which never happened. Scott, <laughs> Scott and I both were sitting there and we started laughing out loud. So there you go. I guess sometimes corniness can be can be funny. It's the thing is, is they have a week long punishment that is so much worse than you see for like for them to oh, do like what a two minute awful. segment or something. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's also like in most cases it annoys the house as well. And I will tell you as. A live feed viewer, it annoyed me so much. I was like, this is the worst punishment anyone has ever had. She had, at one point, nine star babies. And she had, uh, anytime they said something or cried, she had to do some. She started out with one, and she was excited. She's like, oh, it's kind of like I have a baby at home. It's kind of like that. And she was a good sport. She was a great sport. Yeah. Um, I will say that. But, you know, the baby would cry. And then the baby, then it's like the next day they're like, oh, here's two more babies. And then the babies would start asking for things. <laughs> it would be like, Mama, pick me up. That's the part that I was like, all right, if you want to be realistic, instead of the, the these ba- these stars are too young to be talking, <laughs> you got to have someone else telling her what to be doing. You got to find, find a, a more realistic way. She even came up with a storyline for how they're growing so fast. It's because they're stars. They're not humans. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, she and, said they're growing at, like, the speed of light or something. I don't know. And, and was she able to keep track of all of their names no. throughout? No, she forgot their names. She Yeah. Well, I think at it's one hard. point she's like, I could maybe name all, all of them if I really tried, but no, after a couple of them it was too much. She was right. naming them, like, Veto, eviction, things yeah, like we that. Yeah, we saw her name, like, five of them or something. Oh, okay. I was, I was, I was wondering how far it went. I think and, there and was it, nine. And if she actually kept track of it, or if, if each one changed every every time, different name for it. She'd just call him baby. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, so in the middle of the night, they would cry, and the part, I guess they, they showed you, I guess, the part where they're like, Mama, talk about how cute I am to someone. And she, that's why she would go sit by people and tell them that. I mean, it was very like it was very realistic to me. That's basically what I do. Anyone comes to meet my baby, I'm like, look how cute, look how cute he is. He's so cute. Look how cute. Yeah, they, I mean, there was all kinds of stuff. Mama, tell me a story. And in the middle of the night, Mama, take me for a walk. You know, and sometimes they'd just all be crying. I did see one morning where they were just crying and crying, and she like put a pillow over her head. She did get Aww. up, but it was like they would cry in the middle of the night. They. But she during the day she was 
I mean, she went a little overboard with how much she loved having these babies, you know? Well, she's a real mama, so <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about that, actually. I was like, I wonder if actually this is harder for someone like Christmas, who's an actual mom, who has kids at home, who has a kid at home, yeah. who this is going to remind her of, you know, what she's missing out on, like a constant reminder for her. Yeah, I but, thought it might trigger something, <laughs> you know, she's going to yeah. cry every day. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. She took it yeah. well. Yeah, she was a good sport. At the end of the first episode, we see who Tyler puts on the block. His nominations is not exactly a surprise. He puts yeah, up I mean, Janelle and Kaser. Yeah, I mean, they basically went up there and, and, and said so much. I mean, they, they both knew it was them. They both they both knew, you know, it was a long shot. They weren't being too forceful with him. I think they both kind of, you know, held out hope for that veto from the beginning. And Kaser was so close to having that veto. He made a dumb mistake not looking at the bases for the puzzles, but he finished it very fast. And he would have finished it faster than whoever he went up against, Cody maybe. Uh, but he had the wrong base, which is a rookie mistake. But he is also 40 years old, and he hasn't played in a really long time. <laughs> but but also, like, I found myself, I felt like the colors were not, the, of the base were not that clear. Like, I, I found myself having to like really question what color each one was that sounds crazy because they're clearly distinct colors but i felt like it could have been a little more obvious which color was which so i i don't know am i am i crazy i didn't feel like it was that it no, was that clear. i didn't either um yeah when he was doing it i was watching it i i already knew that he messed up but all i knew was it was some type of puzzle and that he put it on the wrong base that's all I knew from them talking, so I didn't really know what exactly it was. When I saw it and watched it myself, I was like, I can definitely see how someone would make that mistake. They weren't yeah. super, like, they weren't, like, neon colored or something, you know, that really yeah. sticks out. It sucks that they both got out, Janelle and Kaser both got out in the first round, because it wasn't a very exciting end to that competition. You don't really care after Janelle and Kaser are out, and, you know, it's, it's all the same, basically. The, the three people competing at the end... You have Cody, you have Tyler, and you had Memphis, right? I mean, whoever wins that one, you you know they're not going to use it. So, who cares at that point? I'm like, all right, let's right. just end this. Let's just finish this competition. Let's end it. Nobody, there's no difference in who wins at this point. Well, in the early round, Memphis so obviously tried to throw it to to Janelle that people noticed. I mean, it's so obvious he had it correct and just kept like. Is that true though? Is that yeah. was that confirmed? Was that confirmed on the live feeds or something? Because all, all I've heard is people saying that it looked like he, he had, did it. But uh, in his in his confessions, he said that he was trying to win it, right? I don't remember what was said on the show exactly. Uh, I didn't, I mean, when I watched it, I thought he definitely threw it because he had it correct. And he just kept moving, like, the tops around. It, it, he definitely knew how to finish it and didn't want to beat her, I think, he didn't want to win another competition, but it became obvious. His own alliance were saying Memphis definitely tried to throw that comp. Well, that's what, I mean, I heard the part where his, his alliance is talking about how he tried to throw it, but I thought that in his confessional, he said that he was trying to win it. So I, I, I thought they were just, you know, he was just frantic and messed up and um, didn't, you know, didn't realize how close he was. Um, but may, it's it's possible he threw it. I don't know. I'm looking right I, now. I think he did. Um, I think he did not want to win. 
just like he threw the safety comp, he wanted yeah. to throw this, and I think he wanted to throw it to Janelle. Yeah. Well, we know he's so capable that, of it. Yeah. We, so that she maybe would have a chance, it. but he wouldn't be the one to save her because he can't use the veto on her. Yeah. So, I'm looking, yeah. Mary, I'm looking at a picture right now of the cupcakes and the colors. Yeah. And I, th I think we're right. Like, the, I'm looking at, like, the base. They have, like, a weird, like, metallic. It's, like, the base of the blue one kind of looks like silver. Silver, right. And the, and the base of the yellow one kind of looks like a rose gold. Yeah. Which is kind of pink, right? Like, there's, like, rose gold is sort of a pinkish. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I just, I, I felt like those were uh, a little bit too vague. Subtle colors. colors, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It was, if that's something you've never done before, might totally forget that it has to match the bases. You know, he lost, I mean, he did lose, and it just made me sad that he did it wrong. Because <laughs> I was excited that maybe he was going to win it. I don't know if the week would have gone too much differently had, you know, Pacer won that, uh, that veto, so. Well, that would have been one more vote for Janelle to stay. Yeah. Janelle needed six votes, and she had Kevin, Bailey, and Davon that wanted her to stay, and then Kaser would have been a fourth. Memphis said, if you get five, I'll be your sixth. I don't know if he's telling the truth or not. Probably not. And then Danny also said that she would do it if she had the numbers um i don't really yeah <laughs> i i don't but i don't think they would have and, and i don't think they would have had it because whoever you know whoever the replacement nominee was it wasn't going to be david right it, it might have been that's true some, it would have probably been one of been, those people yeah. it probably would have been kevin right or um probably Ian or, you know it, it might have been either someone who's a vote for her or you know Bailey and Devon are really truly think they're aligned with people in that big alliance and they don't want to ruffle feathers. They're going to go along with the group and get rid of who they want. So I don't know if she would have had a chance, to be honest. Tyler said he put them up because he and he's like, well, you outed my alliance. What had happened yeah. this past week was near the end of the last week. He exposed what um, I call the core four. I don't even know where I heard that. They maybe said it once. <laughs> but um, the core four is Danny, Nicole left, Cody, and Tyler. And the four of them are in a ton of alliances with various add one person to it kind of thing. Remove one. The Slick Six has Cody, Tyler, and Danny in it. So that's three of them that's in the other one. And they're in the big six. Uh, but then they brought Davon and Bailey in. The reason that Enzo wanted to have a to have an alliance with those two is he heard a rumor that Davon thought there was an all guy alliance, mm -hmm. and that if they had an alliance with her, then she wouldn't think that anymore. So that that's the whole slick six thing is. It's fake. really a front. It, it's a fake. Yeah, uh, they're already even talking about having to split them up soon because they're a pair so right. they're just making them feel safe i think they're creating an even stronger bond between davon and bailey which yeah. is then you know it's cyclical it's all like you know then that makes people think they're closer and then it, it goes it keeps going then it's forcing them to be closer and it it does seem like it's it's them um looped in ling ling together right um, as a strong duo 
and I am worried about them moving forward. Yeah. yeah I do yeah. too. I don't know. Enzo is not, like I said, Enzo is not in all of that other stuff with other girls. This is the only alliance he's in that has girls in it. His other alliance is basically just him, Tyler, and Cody to the end. He wasn't in the big six that started when um, the first week. I've heard that, I've heard that Enzo feels very close to Bailey, no? Yeah. He said that the, exactly. that out of all the girls in the house, he felt closest to her. Right. But he feels right. closer to Tyler and Cody. Well, maybe if we have an Enzo head of household, uh, he'll protect Bailey and hopefully Davon as well. Yeah, it's hard to say who we would pick because he, he does play kind of a crazy game. Oh, yeah. So the last two weeks, he has thrown out a vote. Yeah, these sinky votes. Yeah. So why do you why do you think he's doing that? Just to cause some trouble in the house? Yeah, people have done it before. Yeah, I feel I like think it's an old you, school thing. Yeah, I mean I've seen it in more recent seasons too. I think the the point of doing it to me is knowledge is power, right? So yeah. if if everyone else doesn't have knowledge that you have about where something's at, it, it you know, it gives you a one up. Everyone else is is trying to guess and scheme and and point fingers and you can do all of that as a show, but you're the only one with the actual knowledge. Or at least you should be, because if you're gonna throw a hinky vote, you can't tell anyone. Right. But we see apparently Danny, you know, we didn't see any of this, but I'm I'm reading about stuff on the live feeds and apparently Danny approached Cody, asked him to to, to do it with her, to throw a hinky yeah. vote with her, and he said no. Um, so if that's going to happen and you throw the hinky vote, Danny, Cody's going to know that it was right. you that threw one of the hinky votes. Um, you can't go back and then say it wasn't you. It was you. So he knows you were you were thinking about it enough to approach someone about it. I don't think you can tell a single person, even someone you feel really close with. I think you just you really have to keep that a secret. I believe um, that Danny wanted two people to vote. She didn't know Enzo was going to. She wanted two people to vote that way so she could blame it on Bailey and Davon. They weren't, she wants to be the head girl, you know? Like, she wants the guys to be suspicious of them, so if they're going to get rid of a girl, it's them, not her. Blaming the votes on Day and Bay doesn't make any sense to me. What would be, if you're looking at it from Davon and Bailey's point of view, what would have been their reason to, to do that secretly, knowing that they don't have the votes, knowing that the house isn't voting that way, knowing that, that there's no way to save her. So, and if, if they were gonna throw a vote to Janelle because they wanted to be like compassionate to Janelle because they liked her right. and they, or they wanted to give their respects to her, then they would just tell people, hey, yeah. we know this is what's happening. We're gonna throw her like a, a sympathy vote, whatever it is probably wouldn't do that but they would tell people there's literally no reason for them to keep that a secret it's not like by them voting that they're possibly like changing anything right it wasn't close the, at all the and they know that they know because they're aligned with people and they know what the house is voting so so them doing that wasn't like it doesn't make sense that they would have any reason to sneak around and do that so throwing a hinky vote on them and in this, in this case just doesn't make sense to me I completely agree. If it was like a closer vote or there were people that didn't like know where the house was voting, maybe. And I know the time to do it is when like there's this many 
people in the house. So, yeah. you know, there's there's so many there's no way to really like cross check it. Um, but it, it just doesn't make sense to, to specifically blame it on on Davon and Bailey. I think you're more likely to blame it on someone that wasn't, you know, friendly with Janelle, who you blame it on someone and claim their purpose was solely to create confusion. Don't don't blame it on someone because they wanted that person to stay because ba- Bailey and Davon know that person's not staying. So that's not the reason they were going to do it, you know? It's a sneaky thing to do, especially to try to blame it on someone else. Who knows? Yeah, and I, I don't think she's playing a great game. I think she's playing a good game for jury, but that the guys are going to get rid of her before she gets too far. I mean, yeah. that's, just a, that's just my opinion up to now. It can always change, of course. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Enzo doing it, like, part of me is, like, maybe he's this guy just wants, like, it's something fun to do. It's, like, another fun, like, sub game that he's doing. But yeah. I also think, like, maybe if you get to the end and you're like, hey, guys, remember the first five weeks there was a hanky vote there was a vote that nobody knew like that was me i was trying to create like maybe that's something to add a notch on your belt right like maybe add some add something to your resume if it did, does end up having an effect or creating confusion or um but i i just right now i don't see either of enzo's votes doing doing anything yeah it hasn't done much you know how i knew that janelle was going home because of her dress yeah, I mean, she's wearing this sexy dress, and Kayser's sitting right next to her, basically in, in, you know, athletic gear for the head of household competition, and Janelle is dressed to the nines, so it, it was it was pretty obvious to me that everyone, including Janelle, knew that she was going home. She did uh, say that she, she was wearing a dress that came off quick, that you could just zip it right off, and she could jump into her athletic gear real quick. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I mean that. Maybe that's just. How I, awesome. I think she knew it was her, but I, you yeah. know. But she was also like, just in case, I am prepared. Yeah. And she went out just. Oh my gosh, she looked so great. I think she Julie was like in awe. Oh, fan. She was totally fangirling over Janelle. Right. I've never seen her like that. <laughs> I've never. I've never seen Julie. Uh, so in awe of. of I don't think I have either. She's definitely a big fan. Julie seemed genuinely shocked, though, with the votes for Janelle. Did you notice that? Yeah, when Danny voted, she about yeah, lost Danny it. And I, I don't under, I don't, can you explain that to me? I don't understand. Like, yeah, we were all confused by that, too. It made me think there was a chance Janelle was saying. But right. Julie, doesn't she get briefed by people before she starts taping the show? Do, hasn't Danny and Enzo been talking in, in confessionals? talking to unless Enzo just like you know didn't say anything but Dan but Danny we know had a conversation with Cody about it so it, the producers have to have been prepped that it was possible that someone was going to throw a hanky boat here but Julie looked like she had this was the first she'd ever heard of it I know she looked, she looked like she's about to have a heart attack <laughs> yeah she, she thought that like they had changed they had somehow like whispered to each other in the middle of uh before the vote right before the vote started and and yeah something changing well because it was danny is probably why she was so excited because you know we we knew we though were watching the live feeds <laughs> we knew that danny was not gonna vote for her which is yeah. kind of sad yeah it is i mean they, they seem to have a relationship going into this house i've heard janelle now say in interviews post that danny was the only pre-game alliance that she had i believe that because uh 
I don't know if it, if it was shown or if it was just on the live feeds, but it was very early on. She went up to, the two of them got together and said, we're still working together, right? Okay, let's not be seen together. Then Danny got together with Nicole, and all of a sudden it was like both of them. I, I can't tell you, this past week, majority of the live feeds was the word Janelle. <laughs> because yeah. it was Nicole and Danny just talking so bad about her while she's like downstairs hanging out with Kaser and they're talking about, oh, I can't wait to meet your husband. I can't wait to meet your wife. I can't wait to meet your kids. I hope we stay good friends after this. You know, things like that. And they're in their room saying, I bet she's in there scheming against us. I bet she said this about me. And it's like, I so was it, was it don't purely understand it. Was it purely game or was it personal at all? Nicole? Oh, it's very personal. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very personal stuff. They were calling her names. Uh, both oh, of them man. called her names. That's so, it's so weird to me because, yeah, I, I mean, from that first episode, they showed what seemed like that Janelle had actual... I mean, I, I would not invite anyone to my wedding that I, I didn't think what I was closer to than random people I had never met in a house before. Um, Except, you know, like, I don't know how much of it has to do with CBS or if they wanted certain, you know, I don't know if CBS is filming this or or whatnot. No. So, so that is probably genuine, right? They've done a show together. Like you don't have the amazing race together, but not on the same team. Yeah. You don't have to invite someone just because you did a show with them. I'm sure she's right. not inviting every single person from every show that she's been on or every show that I'm I, sure. I I'm think sure she Vic, was probably the only one in the house that had been invited. I never heard her say anyone else had been invited. I'm sure Vic wasn't, isn't inviting all of the challenge people to, hit, to his wedding. <laughs> probably not. So, you know, like there had to have been a relationship. So it's just so weird to me that you could go from that to the, the strongest enemies in the house so quickly i mean that's one thing if you're you know you're not aligning and uh, but it's another thing to you know aggressively go after each other so hard from from that position um but maybe there was like maybe resentment just builds so much faster when it's someone that you genuinely you know think of as as important and i i don't know i just i would invite important people to my wedding in my life so like it, it maybe that's it, maybe that just escalates so much faster because when you think of someone that way, you think you have that type of relationship, and for whatever reason, it's not going like that. Maybe it just feels like a deeper betrayal. I don't well, know, but yeah. I saw Janelle and Nicole uh, on one of the first days, and she came up to her and she's like, "Nobody knows you invited me to the wedding, right?" And she's like, "No," and she's yeah. like, "Okay, great. No one knows we're good friends." Yeah, exactly. And. I think her intention, Janelle's original intention, was to work with Danny and Nicole, uh, F, that uh, she intended to play with them, but her smart game was supposed to be, but we never are seen together, you know, yeah. which Memphis is trying to do. And so this week, this past week, when she was trying to get votes, she didn't even try with Nicole, F, because she had already heard that she was saying all kinds of bad stuff about her. Um... But she went to Danny and was like, hey, look, I thought we were going to work together. And, you know, we've been friends for such a long time. And Danny, of course, was saying yes to her face. But, well, Janelle said she wanted to work with me coming in, but she didn't spend, but she didn't spend any time with me. So I didn't think we were work, we were going to work together. And uh, basically, Kaser coming into the game 
it sunk Janelle's game. <laughs> it also, her being in the game sunk his game. They were automatically considered a pair. You know, she, she didn't get to play her normal gameplay. And she did say to Danny, what would you have done if it was you and Dom in here? That's her husband. Uh, what it would... And they played together in the past. That's how they met was on Big Brother. Yeah. So she's like, you know, what if it had been you and Dom in here? You can't turn your back on your ride or die. She's like, I had to play with him. He's my ride or die. But that didn't mean I didn't want to keep playing. I didn't want to play with you. But yeah, stuff got mixed up. And I yeah. think they also, well, I'm going to say what really tanked their game was Nicole Anthony. <laughs> I talked about this last week, cause, but just in case you didn't know, she spent the entire week bashing Janelle and Kaser just oh and people would say stuff to her like oh yeah I knew she was like that I know that and then like making it escalate it was all people telling her stuff and she kind of had a little breakdown there yeah I'm sure she feels she feels really bad about that in retrospect no I'm I'm sure she does too but it really did tank their game yeah I mean Janelle just had a lot going against her from the start you know, I, I've heard a lot about how she, you know, she's such a legend. She's such a big target. She thought going into this game there were going to be other really big legends and targets. And to be mm-hmm. honest, like, I think when we all saw this cast, there are some people that, you know, are big characters or really likable people or played good games like Tyler, but, or got really close like Cody. But when it comes down to it, there, there are a lot fewer people than I thought or Janelle thought and I think a lot of people thought that are considered like top strategic players yeah uh, big big threats in the game big physical threats um and so I you know I I just think she she came in uh with a, a really uphill battle she did she really did I expected a better cast myself uh but I know because of COVID that there was people that what didn't want to leave their families, and I know one of the other legends would be Rachel, and she's pregnant. Uh, Jessica, another legend, kind of, not really a legend, but she's very popular with a lot of fans. She's also pregnant, so like <laughs> she's popular, but I wouldn't say she's like a strategic mastermind. Right? Yeah, yeah. I I took that back. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I I heard you. I heard. I was that. like, well, you know, you know. Okay. But Rachel, yeah. Rachel, and also yeah. Vanessa. Yeah, Vanessa's Vanessa. pregnant. So like, I would have loved to have seen Vanessa play again. Me yeah. too. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you know, I I, I just think she had all that going for going against her. Um, yeah. Well, she went. I, she went around and talked to everyone and told them, "I am a huge target in this game. Why don't you want to keep me as a shield?" Right. And yeah, I think, that would have been Tyler a smart thing to do. It. I think Tyler considered it, right? Maybe. I mean, he's he. Well, he did actually. After Janelle had gone around and talked to everybody, Tyler and Danny were in the room alone, and Tyler Tyler says to Danny, he's like, "I've been thinking uh, about Janelle," and he's like, "Are you sure we should vote her out?" And there was no discussion. Danny's like, "No, don't listen to her. You can't listen to her. She's gotten yeah. into your head." There what after Janelle went and made her rounds and she talked to pretty much everyone about how she's good for their game. Tyler was in the HOH room and Danny came in and he said, "I've been thinking about it. Are we sure we really want Janelle gone cuz she is a big target in this game?" And Danny was like, "No, absolutely not." 
She's already gotten into your head. Look what she's done just in the last day, gotten into your head and tried to change your mind. We can't keep her around. Which, for Tyler's game, it might have been good to keep her around. For Danny's game, it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, so Tyler did, I mean, Tyler kind of, he. I think he should have thought a little bit about it more than just listening to what Danny had to say. Yeah. Um, she gave a super classy uh, speech on the block, though. A yeah. goodbye speech. Uh, you know, I, I think I had heard that she believes that there was going to be some sort of a battle back. That she thinks she was basically told by production that it was going to be a battle back. So I wonder if the reason she gave such a calm, classy, kind speech to everyone <laughs> was because she was trying to, you know, keep on good terms with them. But I do, I did love to see that she and Kaser stayed loyal to each other the whole time, even when they were both on the block. Yes, Janelle was, you know, making, trying to make offers, deals, pitches to people, but none of it was like in the vein of throwing Kaser under the bus while she did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like a, di- there's yeah. a difference. She wasn't like scheming against Kaser. She was just seeing what she could offer anyone to make her a good pick to stay. Right. Well, they they did discuss it. Kaser actually was trying. He was going to try and throw himself out there. He was like, I'm going to go be mean to everybody. I'm going to expose as much lies as I can. I'm going to do all this stuff, basically hoping that they would keep Janelle. Why did Why did he want that? I think he just loves her that much. You know, he's like, I've never been in this house without you. And I don't know how to be here without you. He got very emotional. And he's and she would be like, stop Aww. it. Stop it. Don't cry. Stop it. And, he, yeah. you know, he was very emotional. And she That's said, um, she said, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go tell people why it would be good for their game if I stay. I'm not going to mm-hmm. campaign against you or anything. I'm just going to tell them this is why I'm good for your game. And you go do the same thing. He knew the whole time that she was the real target. So he didn't spend as much time campaigning Mm -hmm. what he did do is try to at least find one person in this house willing to work with him if he stayed and he couldn't even find that you know Uh, yeah doesn't doesn't really look good for him uh just because no one wanted to work with him kevin uh is was mad at both of them because they wanted keisha to stay and they went against yeah. him and Kevin I don't even know if he's working with anyone I don't think he is I think he's just floating uh you know he tried to go to N and N's, N's like oh I can't because you don't like Nicole F he's in oh did they show I don't know did they show Kaser exposing um the alliance to N Kaser knew about the four people which includes Nicole he went to N talking about working together when this week is over because it doesn't look like Ian's really working with anyone. And Ian is like, well, Nicole F is like my Janelle. Curry's like, but I can't play with you because of the way you feel about Nicole F. And Kaser said, well... That's pretty bold and honest. And so Kaser said, but she's not your Janelle because Janelle would never join an alliance and not include me. And... Ian mm. didn't know what he was talking about, and he told him that those four were definitely in alliance. He was sure of it. And why are why is he so loyal to her if she's not loyal enough to invite him to that alliance? Mm-hmm. And it upset him a great deal. And the House went about it making it be like, 
Pacer went up to Ian just to make him mad and upset him, and it's not nice to upset Ian. He already has enough problems without you making him mad, and you know they were like that. I'm like, he told him the truth, like it was total total gaslighting, yeah, yeah. And so what Ian did was he he went, I guess, to Nicole. I didn't see all of it, but I did see that. Um, he went to Nicole and asked her about it and said, yeah, um, why don't we form an alliance together? So then they formed what he named it the Four Prime or Prime Four. And it was himself, Nicole, Danny, and I, I guess it was Cody because she's she has a final two deal with Cody as well as Ian, so... She probably would want to keep them in the same alliance. That is also right. not a real alliance. There was already people working together that just threw Ian in there so that he wouldn't go against them. So that he would trust everything Nicole says to him and basically obey, you know, be obedient to our alliance. Uh, I think when people get out and watch this season, they're going to be like, they're going to be pretty surprised. The people who pre-gamed have got so much. They like automatically had an alliance and they came in working together even if they didn't know each other. And then other people I know did not pre-game. Ian was one of them and Kayser was mm. one of them. And Kevin was one of them and Keisha. You see where yeah. I'm going with this. The people yeah. on the bottom did not pre-game and others did. I don't know how much point. of it is like people following the rules or how much of it is that People were, you know, last minute replacements or had, you know, various degrees of, uh, you know, previous, you know, knowledge of the fact that they were, they were being approached for this. Um, so it, it's hard to say whether like, you know, everyone had an equal opportunity to pregame, but I think the game should start when the game starts, but there's just no way to combat like the fact that to begin with, previous alliances just exist by nature of the fact that these people know each other in, in the real world, you know? It's, right. it's like, even if people didn't pregame, there would be, like, all sorts of unfairness just based on how many people from this season are on, or, you know, this person met yeah. at this charity event, or this person's at a different show with them, or, right. or whatnot. So yeah. it's really hard to separate it. I get it. It's just a shame that it's so clear-cut that the game was set... Uh, in motion long before some of these people got a chance to play. Right. Yeah, I actually saw Kaser say to him, hey, I didn't pregame. I I was following the rules. Yeah. And Ian said, I didn't either. I was also following the rules. You know, so yeah. someone had asked me, is it actually against the rules? Yes, it is actually against the rules. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that's kind of screwed them up a little bit. I mean, obviously, if they had come in winning, then they could have changed things around. But Yeah, that's true. That's it it's true. just was hard for them to really get in with other people. Yeah. It's not like they never tried. They did try. They tried oh, repeatedly nice. with, like, da like, Davon and Bailey. Would have voted to keep Nicole Anthony if it wasn't for it being against David. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. And like I said, Nicole Anthony talked really bad about them. I don't know how many people actually believed it, but I know that David absolutely believed it. Janelle went into the storage room to even ask him to consider voting to keep her, 
and she walks in there and she says she wants to talk to him. He says, why would I want to talk to you? And she's like, what do you mean? And he says, because you lied to me. You've lied to me. And she's she looked shocked. She said, what are you what are you talking about? When did I ever lie to you? And he said, Nicole Anthony told me everything. And she's like, I swear on my life, I did not do anything to that woman. Like yeah. she, he's, she's like, I never said a bad word about her or to her or anything. And he's like, okay, but he's like, but you lied about me. And she said, what did I lie about? And he said, I don't want to say because you're just going to deny it. And she's like, I don't even care if I deny it. I want to know what you think I lied to you about. Then he says, is this true or not? That last week, this past week, you were lying about me. You were speculating about me. And she said, lie? No, I never lied about you. Speculate? Yes, I did speculate. But I definitely never lied to you. And he's mm -hmm. like, well, I know what you did to Nicole Anthony. And he pretty much told her right to her face, I can't stand you. So... If Janelle had stayed, that would have been a pretty dumb move. However, he also told Kaser the same thing. It yeah, <laughs> it, it, it sucks that people not playing well like can affect other people's games. You know, it's like when you have a a house full. I guess like in any season, whether it's All Stars or regular season, you have people of varying degrees. But you know, these people who are All Stars who have all this experience, and then you put them in the house with with people who, who, you know, in my opinion, aren't great players or don't have a lot of experience um, and, and they make these mistakes and, uh, you know, it affects the people around them and there's, like, not much that you can do. It, it stinks. Yeah. Well, David, he was only on the show for one day. You know, they had that twist. Yeah, and I mean, he was in the house longer, but right. Yeah, yeah, because they had the camping thing or whatever. So he was in the house, but as far as playing... He only got to play one day. He never, you know, even got the chance to save himself with a POV or something or ask for votes. It was just a flat out, whoever comes yeah. in last is gone. Which, you know, I do believe that he deserved another chance. It's just why does it have to be on All-Stars? You know, why don't we do yeah. a season called Second Chances, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I've had this talk with Scott a lot. Like, I, I think, I think, I, I hear you. I, I think... We, you know, we want to see all-stars. We want to see uh, people of a certain caliber. But really, like, all-stars can mean anything, right? Like, whether or not it's played, it, all-stars could also just be, like, people who are super likable, like Nicole Anthony, who, like, Nicole Anthony didn't necessarily like, play an amazing game, although she did come close. Just, like, a super likable person. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, even just, like, big personalities. Like, I would have loved to see, like, a Donnie on this on this show this season um not necessarily someone who's like known for their gameplay but just like a really likable yeah. fun personality like a memorable character um right so yeah. so I think there's like all sorts of reasons and like I get the reason of like you know I think they just wanted they decided to go with a wide variety of reasons for people like for, for certain people, it was like a, a second chance kind of thing mixed in with an all-star, um, an all-star cast. And, and yeah, it, it's, it's when you, when you, I just think for, for David, I, I feel bad because I'm glad that he got a second chance, um, in some ways, because obviously it's so unfair, 
there's like a lot of people that have gone out really way too early right. um, and, and that I, w- I would love to see play again. But I think for David, he made like this one really smart observation that happened to be right about, you know, who was running things in the game um, when he was in camp comeback and people yeah. sort of bad and ran with that and made assumptions about the kind of player he would be. Um, but as far as I can tell, like, it just doesn't seem like David cares or loves the game in the same way that other people care or love the game. He doesn't. Uh, he, I don't think he's ever seen an episode. He has no yeah. idea what he's doing. Um, yeah, it's like an effort thing. Like, it just seems like he's not willing to sort of play, play people's games. You know, he's not, there's like so much, and maybe it's just like a pride thing. Like, maybe he's a... You know, he's like, I'm not willing to, to, you know, lie or beg or, you know, I, I don't know. But um, but it seems like he's not really doing the, the, like, most basic things that you would need to do to be a good player, which are just, like, like give people a chance to talk and, like, yeah. <laughs> be open to hearing things and, um, yeah. and not making people think that you're against them <laughs> yeah like, I don't I don't know like I to me it was just like really basic things he just doesn't seem like interested in yeah well he said the same kind of stuff to Kaser and Kaser when he's David said you've lied to you have lied to me Kaser started laughing and he's like I have no idea what you're talking about he's like I have yeah. never lied about you and he's he kept trying to say well what about this what about this and he's like I may have told a half truth at some point. I don't know because that's what I might do, but I don't ever just flat out lie to people. He's like, I know I didn't lie to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a lot more of the, okay, well, then why did I hear about it? Why did I hear this? And Kaser was kind of like, can we move past that? And even let me just tell you that I didn't do that. And if I stay, can we work together? <laughs> like, and David's yeah. like, sat there and thought about it and he's like honestly i don't know i mean like the number one rule in any of these games i just just say yes say yes to any alliance offered to you you can like decide later but like if someone approaches you just like act like you're interested or you care you know base level of of interest right so he basically he made uh janelle and caser mad not mad like you know what i mean just irritated like what is his deal why and why does he have such a problem with and then david he went up to christmas and said hey if you win hoh will you keep me safe and she looked at him like what she said um well first of all if you win are you going to keep me safe and he's like oh yeah she's like well this is how you actually do this if you go up to someone and say hey look if i win hoh i've got your back if you win, do you have my back? She's like, that's how you ask someone to keep you safe. You don't just go mm-hmm. up to them and say, hey, will you keep me safe? When we've had no game talk, you've never told mm-hmm. me that you have my back or anything. And he's like, he's like, well, I'm sorry. I'm a rookie. I'm just bad at this. Like, you know, that's what he said. And she's really, it made her very angry because she's like, I don't want to play with someone like that. I guess just because a lot of people in the house are annoyed that they're playing with a rookie when they're supposed to be all-stars. It just messes people's game up, basically. Yeah. But... You know, I think we all got our hopes up at the beginning of that. The the, the brief amount that we saw of this next head of household competition 
It, it looked like Kaser really killed it in that first round, the only round we saw. So I think a lot of people are hoping that he'll be able to pull it out in the end since so far that's uh, we know he's doing all right at it. He's pretty good. Yeah. Well, he also pissed off. He pissed off a couple of pe- more people. <laughs> Not just Janelle and Kaser and Christmas. Tyler told him that Devon thought there was an all-guy alliance. And he said beforehand, he's like, look, you cannot tell anyone I said this. You cannot tell anyone. And he goes and tells Devon. And, you know, he tells Devon that she, he heard, what, he's like, I heard that you were saying there was an all-guy alliance. And she's like, well, who'd you hear that from? And instead of saying, I don't, even saying I don't want to say or saying I'm not sure it's just going around the house he's like well it was Tyler that told me and Mm -hmm. so you know Davon goes to Tyler and then Tyler is like really mad and he's like I wish I wish that I could still use the veto I'm so mad and it's like that guy I have his back I've been watching out for him I've been helping him play this game and then as soon as he gets a chance he goes and tells the one thing I tell him he can't talk about to, to someone else Tyler told Cody about this. Cody got mad. You know, Cody's like, no, we can't play with him. He's he's not okay to play with. He's going to be bad for our game. He's he's not a smart player. And they're like, yeah. we can't, you know, we can hold each other to we're going to be final two or whatever, but we can't trust him to hold his part up. You know, and they're what? like, and he hasn't even won anything yet. So I guess it just <laughs> depends, right, on – like the hierarchy of where David's alliances are. Like if Davon is truly higher on his pecking order than Tyler, then maybe it's okay to go to Davon, but you have to trust that then like Davon's going to keep that secret from Tyler. You know, you have to be sure that you're both, not only is she your number one, but you're one of her number one, you know, that, that you're, um, you're worth it for her to, to not talk about it. Uh, and, and it just seems like for that that Tyler was really his number one, and so it's a weird choice. Tyler has a final two deal with almost right. Everyone Tyler in the told house. a lot of people. I that. mean, there's only like three people he doesn't have a final two with. Dave, he did tell David final two, and he also told Cody final two, and they both know. And I think they both told David final two, and had planned on using him for as long as they could, but they didn't know, I mean, at the time, they didn't know what kind of player he was, and now, they're like, well, we shouldn't have, you know, and they, because it's an all-star season, he was the person that came in that they obviously, they knew nothing about, and so, obviously, they didn't know if they could trust him, or what, so, they trusted him, and now, they're mad. Is he gonna go before some of the other people? Probably not, because the people that have been winning know he's not coming after them, but they are pretending mm-hmm. that they're okay with. They're like, it's all right, man. Just don't do it again. They, right. like, they've been giving him all these conversations, these talks about what to do and what not to do. Uh, mm-hmm. Memphis, Memphis is like nobody is going to want to spend any time living in a jury house with that guy. Everyone better hope that he goes before jury house because he will be incredibly hard to live with because he's already hard to live with. What, what, why is he, what about him is hard to live with other than like his gameplay? If, if they're in a jury house and gameplay doesn't matter, what would be so hard about, why is he rubbing people the wrong way? Like on a roommate I, I don't think anyone, well, as Memphis also said, you would not want him on your jury because he's incredibly unpredictable mm-hmm. and would just do whatever, you know, he holds grudges and things like that, you know? Um, yeah. 
why he's hard to live with. Well, all I know is the way he acts in the house is, I don't want to say he's argumentative. He doesn't necessarily start it, but when he lets things, he's very sensitive, I guess. And mm -hmm. he lets things that really aren't that big of a deal become a big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. So you probably wouldn't want to live with him for four weeks or however long if he's like not real chilled and laid back kind of person. Although I hear you that know. he keeps things very clean. <laughs> he is. He absolutely cleans. I talked about that last week. He cleans everything. I, I take that roommate. I don't care anything <laughs> else about him. I take. Well, Memphis cleans too. So Memphis has a reason that he can say that. Memphis has a good reason to want David gone. He put him on the block and put him on sloth the same week. And David doesn't forget that, you know. So yeah, I thought that was really strange that David didn't immediately pick Memphis as the the have not in return for how he treated him the week before. It's like such an obvious way to not rub people the wrong way. It'd be like, well, you know, you put me on the block literally last week, so this is the least I can do, and you can be a good sport about it. And right. instead, he yeah, I, I thought that was strange. Well, he told Memphis he was gonna pick him, and Memphis said that I'm gonna pick you next week. And he and, just wanted to get out of the cycle. David was like, well, I don't want to be on slop again next week. So I'm going to pick somebody that's okay with it. All right. So he picked someone that said they didn't care. Well, I guess Memphis's threats worked then. <laughs> it did. Uh, it did. He really wants right. to get to the jury. He doesn't even care if he wins. Um, yeah. He has a statistic he said, and I've heard other people say before, unfortunately, I don't have it wrote down right now, but... I know that there's not ever been an African American to win or even sit in the final two. Um, Other than cele celebrity big um, He says that a very small percentage of black men even make it to the jury. It was a really low percentage. I don't remember what it was. It was like under 25%, you know? So that's why he wants to be there. He wants mm -hmm. to, someone that makes it to the jury and can represent. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't really seem to care if he wins. He just wants to get there. And, um... Well, I'm sure he would represent really well if he won, too. Well, yeah. And <laughs> Davon wanted to not only make history with two people being at the end, she wanted to have all three of yeah. the black people in the house make it to the end. And that really, would be really cool. Really, wouldn't that be amazing? But her and David cannot get along. Yeah, um, it, it seems like they're, it's an uphill battle for them, too. It seems like she's she's really trying, and he's making it pretty difficult. Yeah. And Bailey's kind of in the middle. She'll definitely pick uh, Davon over David. She doesn't necessarily have a problem with David, other than the fact that he makes Davon so mad. And, mm -hmm. you know, Davon has been trying hard to hold her temper back. She says, I'm not going to yell at people this year. I'm going to be, you know, calmer and things but he has got he gets on her nerves makes her very angry for a while he had like a crush on her and it was just i they just haven't really gotten along at all the i mean like i think they showed this was last, that reciprocated at all we didn't see much of that was we was that well was there some flirtation mm, he she i'm sorry it was on the live feeds, but a lot of it was more teasing. Like, mm -hmm. them telling her, you know he has a crush on you. You know he likes you. Why don't you, why don't you, like, go talk to him and stuff like that. And she's like, she's like, I'm not really 
interested in him. She's like, mm. she did say it was like fun to flirt for like a day. It was nice to have someone flirting with her. You know, she's single, he's single, but she's just like, I need a more, she's like, I need a really mature man that, like, basically that never cries kind of thing. Well, I don't think we're. I don't think we're getting a showmance at all this season. It no, might be, that was I the closest. I like, think. I think. I wonder if this is the first season in Big Brother history where there hasn't been a single showmance. I don't know. I'd have to go back. I'm trying to. I'd think. have to go back to the really early seasons to try and think of one. But even then, yeah, that's or, like. Or from the time that I've started watching, I can't think of a season where there wasn't one flirt. You know, one at least kiss or. Yeah. Or, power couple showman kind yeah. of thing um but i i really don't see it happening i think a lot a lot well, i mean obviously like to start with these people all have uh, a higher percentage of families since they're all older um, right the debate the, the, the average age is older so yeah um the, it was unlikely to start with but and then right. Uh, you know, several of the people are actually in relationships with people from other seasons of from Big their Brother. own from the show. Yeah, I always say this, and it's true. Big Brother produces more marriages than The Bachelor does. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. Well, at least that was true when I used to watch The Bachelor. I'm pretty sure it's still true. <laughs> yeah, it's probably still true. You're um, right. It's you know, almost every season has some sort of showmans, and a lot of times they are still together. Um, you know, I. It was pretty crazy. Or, or at least they last, like, a decent amount of time. <laughs> right. They may not... They stay together longer than probably most Bachelor couples do. But The Bachelor is, like, the exact opposite of Big Brother. You're having, like, very fancy stuff going on. You're drinking alcohol. And everyone's trying to get one person's attention. And it's, like, a, it's a magical uh, version of dating. Yeah, it's, it's like, an unrealistic thing that that most people aren't going to be able to carry on. That's a good point because, like, The Bachelor is like you're right. It's like dating people and like and like the best of people, whereas like and like the most grand in the in the grandest way. And right. then like Big Big Brother is like the most mundane, everyday. Like you're you're waking up with this person, you're going to bed with them, you're spending twenty four seven with them, you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're. Like, you know, real life stuff. Right. Um, There's nothing glamorous about it. (laughs) Yeah. You like, you know, you'll you'll know very quickly whether or not uh, you could last in the real world with someone when you're actually doing all those real things with them. Yeah. And just the amount of time they spend together is like, you can't, you can't spend that much time together and either... You either stay together or you break up before you leave the house kind of thing. Mm, you either totally. get sick of each other or you're like, I love you so much, I want to see more yeah. of you. Or if you could withstand the stress of it too. And and and, and I and I just like think certain things like bond you for life. Like, you know, staying loyal to someone in that kind of a situation creates like the, the team you know, like marriage is a team. Right. That's what you're that's what you're doing, so yeah, that makes sense. You, you have to be, you have to completely trust someone, be completely loyal to them. I mean, it is the kind of stuff that you want to start or the basis of a relationship on. You, know? you hear that, Scott? You gotta, <laughs> you gotta trust someone. You gotta be completely loyal to them. Gotta be think... honest with them. They gotta be your number one, no matter what. I don't think he knows I'm speaking to him. <laughs> um... No, I mean, he started. He took. He took that as like a cue that he could just start. Oh, talking because out. you said his name. 
We we should talk about the fact that it's another female, the third female in a row out. Right, the and the third. This is a little weird. The third person in a row that was voted America's favorite player in their season. Oh, interesting stat. Yeah, uh, it's just it's hard to see that. It, it, it's hard to see what feels like the the men running this house again. Um, not happy about it. I'm obviously. not either. I, I just can't believe a woman hasn't had any real power at all, and we're going into the fourth week. Is It needs I to, mean, obviously, could... something needs to change. I can't believe that women can't win some of these competitions. You, yeah, I mean, you could claim, like, Danny and Nicole are, are having, you know, are, 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 are part of these conversations that are influencing the way that the house is going, but... Um, but it, it's yeah, it's uh, it's not enough so far. It's not. No, um, my point kind of is is that like yeah, the guys are running things. The girls don't have an all-girl alliance. You know, Janelle even said something about that about what don't you care that they're sending a girl every time? But they don't care because they're part of the alliance and they think, oh well, then they're not gonna put me up. And you never know what's gonna happen. This I. I know a lot of people are like, this game is over. Janelle's gone. It's over. Which I can totally see as a fan. But there's a lot of gameplay left. And when it gets down to some of these big alliances turning on each other, it's going to get messy. Very messy. Yeah. I think that if uh, I think that if this wasn't, if the world wasn't what it is right now, if COVID wasn't happening right now, I think that there would definitely be a battle back competition. I think people definitely. would be able to hold out hope for their favorites coming back. I just think it's just one more logistical thing. What you know, it's just more risk for them right. to have people uh, coming in and out, and they can't do it. But I think especially in an all—I mean, they've been doing it a lot in in regular seasons. I think for an all-star season, there'd be no reason for them not to give people hope for their favorites to come back. Yeah. Um, but but obviously, of, they're not because they've seen yeah. everything that happened. I do think it's COVID as well. Uh, one of the reasons that they talked so much about Janelle in the feeds this week when they weren't just talking mean about her, they were like, you know there's going to be a battle back or there's going to be an America vote someone back in. There's going to be some sort of twist and Janelle's going to get back in this house to split both of them up so that if there is a something then yeah. they can't both get back in the house you know yeah but. i'm surprised no one no one kind of thought that out that with covid it would be just too big of a risk for them to to have someone leave the house and come back in um yeah it's, uh, I'm, I'm surprised they're all making that assumption i wouldn't say they all are it started with a few and then yeah. Then that was a reason they gave people for why should we why should we split them up? Well, this is why. She's good at comps and she'll get back in the house. Yeah, and then they'll be, you know, then they'll be together. It, it's sort of like one or two people said it and then it just like I said, it's got around through the house. And yeah. I don't think Janelle ever heard it or anything. Um when I she, mean, yeah. Uh, obviously in retrospect I think probably only one of them should have played in that first week safety suite. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, when I when I try to think of like anything they could have done, um, I just I don't think they would have thought they needed to play in the second week because it was Memphis's head of household. So they probably one of them might have you know kept it around for the third week, um, 
unless Memphis influenced them to play like he did with so many other people. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was had one of them played at the last minute, been the only one to play, automatically gotten it, automatically kept them both safe, and then left, you know, Janelle for for this week, and, and she might have had a chance to, you know, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, um, it was not an automatic win. There was a time limit. So the, it was possible they could both lose. I had heard that that like Janelle and Kesha were told different things and that oh, really? one of them was told that um, it, in the case that one of them didn't finish that they would have to have some sort of a, a way for one of them to win the competition. But I, I heard multiple things, so I'm not really sure exactly. I just, that's just what I heard uh, Janelle saying on the live feeds because even people in the game were questioning why and they both went up and did it at the same time so they didn't know the rules at the time i guess no one had done it they didn't know what the comp was going to be like they didn't know much of, you know they didn't know anything at that time and mm-hmm. she said that there had to be a winner within 20 minutes or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. or they would have bo- both lost yeah, and I guess, yeah. like, once one of them competes and they know that they're not feeling safe, which makes the head of household feel like they're a bigger target, and then, you know, they're aligned with each other, so maybe, like, once you play, you have to, you gotta make sure you win it there. Cody made it seem like, you know, oh, I trusted Kaser, and obviously he didn't trust me. He mm-hmm. was talking about putting Kaser up. He was talking about putting him up the whole time. Yeah. So, there was a reason <laughs> That yeah. Kaser felt oh, totally. like he felt like after they talked that he wasn't safe. Yeah, they were right to do it, but at least one of them. Yeah, at least one. Of, they should have somehow managed to, you know, have that conversation sooner and known what like the plan A, B, and C was for whether or not they were gonna they were gonna play. What did yeah. you think of Nicole's uh, goodbye message to Janelle? Well, on the live feed, she made it seem like it was much worse. That's what I. That's what I thought from what I. The little. The little that I saw on the live feeds. She made it seem like it was gonna be super bitchy, right? Yes. She's like, she's like, I went in there and I told her I and what did she say? She's like, I went in there and I said, you're not invited to my wedding, and they were like, whoa, wow. And then I saw it and she's like, and you probably don't want to come, so you don't have to. That was a good impression. Yeah, I, I'm seem, not good at impressions either. No, like the general tone was similar. Yeah, she, she made it seem more like she thought that Janelle was mad at her, so she was letting her off the hook. But it, I mean, it's clearly an uninvite from her wedding. Disinvite. Uh, yeah, disinvite. I guess. Yeah. Disinvite from her wedding. But yeah, the way that she made it sound was like like she was the victim. Like, oh, like you hate me. You don't want to come, so I'll let you off the hook. Um, oh, but... she she is always the victim. She always plays the victim. Did you hear that Janelle said that she's still going to send her a, a gift, a nice wedding gift? No, I didn't hear that. But what... Yeah. Uh, that's class... classy. That's classy. Classy move. Yeah, classy move. Although, like, I just think, look, like, someone's wedding day is, like, the one of the most important days of their lives. Like, you know, like, this, this game isn't, like, you know, it's such a separate thing, and I, I hope in the end that, like, she can enjoy her wedding without having to think about anything to do with Big Brother in, in, in a negative way or have any anyone or anything bring that day down for her. I hope it's perfect for her, regardless of anything that happens on this day. Um, but it, it was just a uh, – it just seemed like an unnecessary thing to, like, use your, 
your wedding, especially when like you clearly were, you know, you had already invited her and then it, it wasn't like a one-sided thing. Like you clearly weren't aligned with her either in this house. So, right. Um, can't we just separate that? <laughs> like maybe, yeah. you should, maybe you shouldn't have invited her to begin with. Like maybe you didn't feel close to her to begin with. And so why are you inviting her? But even when Janelle was on, the, I mean, Janelle was on the block and she didn't talk. She didn't ask Nicole for her vote. Um, but she was talking to Danny, and she told Danny, you know, regardless of what happens this week, I was already planning on having a Big Brother Girls alumni retreat, and was we were going to, like, you know, rent a big cabin or something, and she had a couple people she was going to invite, and then she said, and I'm going to invite all the girls from this season. And she said, even Nicole F., I'm inviting her. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, I want to play nice, I'm inviting her. And the whole reason that Nicole doesn't like Janelle is nothing Janelle did. You know, she's mad yeah. because of the Amazing Race, in which Janelle was good friends with both Rachel and with um, Nicole. Nicole and Vic backstabbed Rachel and um, Alyssa, the Riley sisters, mm-hmm. and. So then Rachel hated Nicole, and Nicole hated Rachel, and there was a lot of stuff between them. But Janelle, Vic, Vic even posted some of their text messages and before he realized it made um, Nicole look worse. But there was these text messages where Janelle is to like saying, I really wish we could just all get along. I like you both. I don't want to pick sides. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then Nicole, I don't know what happened when she came in the house. I think well, Cody said it best. Earlier this week, she was crying about something Bailey said that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> Bailey said something. Uh, I'm sorry. Nicole was, I guess, talking about her season when she won. And Bailey said it only took a couple of guys and a couple of tries to win. Yeah. Which yeah. is, she was joking. It's also true, it's, but it's joking. And I think, like, it depends who you're saying that to and what your relationship is, whether or not it's yeah. funny or it's mean. I mean, yeah. So she took it very poorly and cried a lot. And Cody said, look, Nicole is a very fragile person. You have to be careful with her. You ha- And she's very sensitive and fragile, so you have to be careful what you say to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of the... Janelle hate came from is Janelle didn't go in hugging her saying hey we're besties let's not pretend like let's actually work together not let's pretend we don't know each other for a while you know she uh, she needed that I think I think she needed Janelle to be like hey we're good friends we're gonna work together not hey we're good friends we're we can work together but let's not let anyone else know in that case you barely talk to each other you know, that's what Memphis is doing. But Memphis has stayed out of stuff so much that he's now not really probably in an alliance. I mean, I think he would take Cody to final two, but I don't think – I'm not sure Cody would take him or not. I mean, Cody could probably beat him, so maybe he would. But the other guys are getting tight in the house. You know, mm-hmm. not Memphis is staying out, and Christmas is kind of staying away from the group as well. They're doing a better job because Kaser, Kaser, he's gone to Christmas so many times and asked her to work with him. 
And she, like, has to come up with a reason every time. She can't just say, hey, look, I'm in this alliance. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, she's done such a good job that Janelle and Kaser didn't think Memphis was in an alliance, that he just was playing it safe and went with the house kind of thing. They didn't know that he actually was a part of an alliance. And, I mean, he's played such a good part of that that I'm not sure his alliance is still reassured that he's a part of it. Right. You know? Right. And I think right. that maybe what happened with Janelle is she didn't expect Kaser to be there at all. Mm-hmm. And that changed her plans a lot. She wanted to – She there was no way to hide that they were playing together. There just really wasn't. And I think she expected a little more time in the house where she could – bring Danny and Nicole into that, but more secretly, you know? Mm-hmm. And instead, what happened was people kind of, they didn't want to talk to them. People, after they were both on the block, they were like, I'm hiding from them. I don't want to hear what they have to say. You know, I don't care what they have to tell me. I don't want to hear it. Like, they wouldn't talk to them. So it was, like, really mean, honestly. It was like the mean yeah. kids. Uh, yeah. So what ended up happening is I had an, a wonderful week, a sad but wonderful week of watching Janelle and Kaser talk all kinds of life stuff on the live feeds, yeah. and it, it was truly an amazing moment. It seems like <laughs> such a great friendship. It, 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 I, I, yeah, I wish I could have seen more of the, the friendship. I mean, they hadn't talked in a very long time. But I think they will keep it up now. It's so much easier with social media now, you know, mm-hmm. to keep in touch with people. Yeah. Well, yeah. I. I, I mean that. It, I. It was a really beautiful, you know, montages that I've seen of of their relationship and the fact that I. I just think like you said, like you can't hide it. Like everyone knows your history. It's not like you can claim like Tyler and Bailey were on the same season, but you didn't get along. Like they, they've worked together every time, and and whether or not they they're con, you know consistently talking you know on a regular basis, whether or not they're checking in with each other. It seems like they have one of those bonds that doesn't matter how long you go without seeing someone. Yeah. You're, you're, you're right back to the way that you were. Yeah. This was the fourth time they were on the block together out yeah. of three seasons. And yeah. I think that was very discouraging to him. They both did say things, though, like this. They're like, I'm 40. Thankfully, I have a good job. I have enough money that I don't yeah. need to win. I, they yep. both said, I just came to have fun, and I want to have fun, but no one's letting us have fun. You know, that's what yeah. they wanted is, is they just wanted to have fun. And I, I really do wish that she could have stayed at least a couple more weeks because she's, she is so much fun. So she's only cried on TV three times. The first mm-hmm. two were when her friend Howie were voted out, was voted out on two separate seasons. And then she actually cried. Um, she didn't, I didn't see her cry with Kaser. Kaser was crying, but she cried when Nicole Anthony was about to leave because she felt so bad about her leaving yeah she's Mm -hmm. like she's like a little sister to me i feel like we let her down and both of them were like we failed her we said we were going to help her and nothing we did helped it actually probably back um but i don't don't think i saw her crying case or maybe she did but almost the guy of the relationship and this is that she's like we're still going to be friends it's no big deal i'm just leaving the house Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to see well, you again soon. I think that's the difference between, you know, playing this game when you're, you know, in your 20s and playing this game when you're in your 40s. Is, yeah. It's, you know, like, it, it's a game and there's so much more to your life than this. It's not the, it's not, it's not going to be the peak, you know, the most important thing that ever happens to you. And you know that and you're aware of that. And, 
um, you know, she's the, she's right. Like they've both got great lives. They've got family to go. I, I think that's the thing. It's like when you have this like great life and this great family, it's like, and COVID's going on in the world as much as you want to play the game. And I trust, I think that Janelle wants to win and is competitive. I think it's like, okay, well, like what's the, what's like the worst that can happen? It's like, yeah. I go home and check in on my family. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. She's like, what, what could we have done? She's like, we did all we could. And he was like, I'm just so glad that we, you know, rekindled our friendship. Yeah. You know, so they and, both, and you get paid. And they got paid, I they, hear. They did get so. paid. You get paid more if you make it to the jury house, which is what some people think. When David keeps saying he wants to make it to the jury house, some people think it's because he needs the money. And Even I, in, an, uh, in an all-star season, it's, 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 that's the same. Oh, is in, it? In this season. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I've heard different things, so I don't know for sure one way or the other yeah. how much more they were getting yeah. paid as All-Stars. Um, I don't even know if they were getting paid the same amount, you know? Like, I don't know. I, I hear, Yeah, I hear they got paid a lot more this season. Yeah. that's. I mean, that makes sense, and that's what I, I would expect. Um, uh, a, it was a backhanded compliment that Janelle gave when she was, uh, you know, uh, she gets eliminated and Julie is talking about the people that actually, you know, did have her back and, you know, did like her and, you know, Ke and she's saying like Devin, uh, Kevin, 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 yeah. and Bailey. Um, and Janelle has this comment. She's like something like, I understand what kind of players they are. And I totally got that. <laughs> like they, right. they, they didn't. They didn't try to save her. They didn't vote for her. Yeah. Like, ooh, that's some Janelle shade there. Like, kind of implying that these people aren't the bold kind of. Yeah, uh, absolutely. They don't play the way they they. Floaters. She thinks they're floaters. They actually do have a lies now, but you, well, except for Kevin. But yeah, she, she thinks they're floaters, and she truly was going to go after floaters if she stayed. Of course, she wouldn't have if Bailey and. Devon were there because she wanted to work with them. They were the closest thing that Kaser and her ever got to really having like an alliance. And then when when uh, when Julie had Janelle guess who were those hinky votes against her, yeah, she couldn't she couldn't remember the name and she said uh, that New Jersey guy. I was thinking like <laughs> how does like she she might have actually meant Cody because there's two New Jersey guys. Yeah, it's I. It's just so funny to me that she didn't know uh, Enzo's name after being in the house with him for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, they they kind of stuck to themselves. Uh, some people said they did it to themselves. I feel like they didn't feel welcome in certain parts mm -hmm. of the house, you know. Yeah. And that's... and their pride and their pride's too big. <laughs> they like probably like they have too much confidence in themselves. To... <laughs> To grovel at anyone's feet. You saw the um, goodbye message. Obviously, we talked about the one from Nicole where she disinvites her to her wedding. And then there was the one with Danny. And I heard a very brief amount of this, but this was um, her part of her exit interview was, you know, how do you feel about the fact that, you know, Danny was going behind your back and didn't want to work with you and stuff like that and she said I don't I don't have the exact quote but it's in the spirit of this she said I would absolutely love for Danny to win she doesn't really have a lot going on career wise and they probably need the money mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I saw another another like backhand. Yes. <laughs> like she's yeah. not gonna stoop to their level in the sense of just calling them names and stuff. She's smart about what she said. Battle for had a household competition. Yeah. Um, that uh, that uh, seems so far from what we've seen that Kaser is really good at. He did seem um, very good. At, yes. I just wish that. I mean, he seems like he was like so far ahead of the competition. Um, I just, I wish that that would count towards the final round. It's a shame that it seems like it's, you know, each round is separate. You just have to win each round. So, uh, it would, it would be nice if, you know, it was like a, uh, an average of all of your scores from each round and him, yeah. him killing, him killing it in this first round could somehow help him. But all that really matters is that you get on to the next round, unfortunately. I'm just wondering, who are you rooting for now? Like, who do you want to win overall the whole thing? I always like an underdog story, so... Yeah, me too. Uh, it would be nice to see Kaser, um, you know, f- figure his way out of this one. Did you did you watch um, Survivor, Mary? Yeah, I do. Do you know who Kaser reminds me of, the way he talks? Mm. You... you Oh, well, I kind of just said it, but... No. Oh, Yule? Is that what you said? <laughs> Yule, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't... There's something, like, super, like, he's always, like, super genuine. He is. Like, he's always, like, he, he always just feels, like, very invested and genuine in every conversation. Like, almost, like, overly sincere. Yeah. Um, something that reminds me of him, but... And I love Yule. Um, oh, I do, too. I loved Yule a lot on Survivor. And I've always uh, loved Kaser yeah. since his first season. Um, he yeah. was one of my people that I really loved early on in Big Brother, both him and Janelle. Yeah, um, I'm rooting for Ian. It's just really, he's just like a really easy person to root for. Yeah, he um, is. But I think he's got a real uphill battle there. Yeah. Um, and I, I think like Tyler's a really good player. And, like, it's not necessarily, like, the story I need, but I got to hand it to him. He's a good player. So, so. You, you'd be cool if he won. You're not, like... Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, so far, I think he's playing one of the better games. Right. I think he is in a good position right now. I just don't know when things start getting messy if people are all going to be like, do you remember his game last year? You know? Yeah. Or yeah. Not, his, not last year, two years ago in his season. Uh, if people really think about it, they should not trust all these final two deals. But, you know, yeah. I think that it's going to work for him for getting far yeah. in the game, but I don't know in game how it's going to play out for him. Yeah. Um, I actually, someone that I like that I did not like before is Christmas. Mm-hmm. I actually, yeah. um, I was, I mean, I, I was surprised that she was back because she played her whole season, you know, with a broken foot. And it's another second chances kind of thing. She did make it to third place, but she couldn't do anything physically. Uh, so she was never a physical threat. And um, I never disliked her. Um, but yeah, I think she's like funny, likable. Um, I agree. And and she's she seems to be playing a good game so far. Yeah, I would be okay if she won, especially because I was the last person on the Challenge Mania pool. And I ended up with Christmas because no one else picked her. I was the last person. So at first, I was like, I can't even root for this person. And now I'm like, she's actually not that bad. Like, yeah, you can root for her. You can yeah. feel free to root 
her all you I mean, I, I definitely I want Kaser to win, which is not likely. Then I would want Davon or Bailey. Uh, but after that, maybe Christmas. You know, I haven't thought yeah. past those three people. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Enzo's playing a good game, too. He seems to be capable of winning competitions. He seems to be in good uh, as far as alliances. And I actually, and then like side alliances as well. And I actually think he um, he has a, a really smart way of talking to people in the house. Yeah. He doesn't, he sort of like, uh, he has a very distinct way. It, it's like, you know, someone will say something and like, he'll make, he'll just like make everyone seem like, yeah, man, like, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. without, without sort of like seeming like schemy or threatening or. Right. Um, yeah. He's like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, like, he kind of makes everyone feel like he's with them. Yeah. Um, he's smarter than he without, seems. Without, like, <laughs> saying, without, like, saying something that could be used against him, you know? Okay, well, I'll let you get back to your family and your Friday night. Thank you oh, so thanks. much for this. I really enjoyed it. I hope you thanks, did. Thanks, Mary. I'm honored that you asked me to come on. Thank you so much. Oh, of course. You can come this on anytime you want. Oh, this was fun. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> um, would you like to tell people anything about following you or anything? Yeah, I'm Lindsay the Otter on all platforms, as Mary knows well, because Mary is so sweet and always thinks of me when she sees otters <laughs> anywhere she is. I'm always getting these sweet otter gifts, um, which is much appreciated. Um, so Lindsay the Otter, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm around the challenge mania world as well. So, um, you, you, you know, sometimes you can hear me on the survivor podcast. Um, sometimes you might see me on a zoom call for oh, challenge. Yeah. Mania. <laughs> well, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks everyone for listening. If you want to keep up with the live feeds, follow my account on Twitter, which is at reality addict two. Uh, don't follow it if you don't want to see spoilers. Uh, I talk about what's going on on the live feeds every day. If you want to follow my personal account, you can find me at Mary Becca. That is M A R Y B E C K A H. That's on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram, Mary Wiseman Francis. If you want to email me, Mary at realityaddict.net. All of our episodes are also on realityaddict.net, as well as iTunes and many other platforms. Thanks again. Also, please rate, review, and subscribe. It will help me out. And if you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear them. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon.